Welcome to our Frontline City Church podcast. This message will activate and inspire you in the supernatural love of God to find your purpose and reach your destiny through Christ. Oh, good. Thank you, Logan. I really appreciate that we come as childlike faith, with childlike faith to the Lord. Amen. Okay, I want everybody just to stand. Okay, I want you to turn to somebody and tell them, get ready. No, 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 no. Get ready. Get ready. Your life is about to change. Amen. Okay, thank you. You can have a seat again. I'm so glad we've done the offering already because I'm going to preach about your future is in your seed. Okay? So I'm preaching this not to try and manipulate you or to put pressure on you. I'm I'm teaching you the Word of God. Why? So that you can come to a knowledge of who God is in a new freedom beyond measure. Amen? Amen? Are you ready for it? Okay, so, has everybody got a cell phone here? Go to your cell phone. And on your cell phone, you should have an app or something that says, take notes. If you don't have a notebook and a pen, use your cell phone. You see, if you don't take notes, you're going to walk out the door and you're going to forget. Why? Because humans have a good forgettery. It's a new word. Say forgettery. Okay? I don't have a good forgettery. I've got a good remembrance. Amen? When you write things down, when you write scriptures down, you can go check them out to see if we're preaching the truth. It's your job to go check your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, let us know. We will make sure you get a Bible. Amen? So I'm going to make quite a few statements. And each one is pretty loaded. Okay? So I just want to say, please don't get offended at me, okay? Will you still love me? Okay. Statement number one. Everything in the kingdom of God is seed-based. Statement number two. You can't receive anything from God except by sowing a seed. Okay? Don't get mad yet. Don't get mad. Everything in the kingdom of God is seed-based, and you can't receive anything from God without sowing a seed. Mark 4 Verse 26 to 27, I'm I'm reading from the Amplified Version, says, And he said, The kingdom of God, say with me, the kingdom of God is like a man who scatters seed. The kingdom of God. Okay? You've got that. The kingdom of God is like a man who scatters seed. Okay? Okay? Upon the ground. 
and then continues sleeping and rising night and day while the seed sprouts and grows and increases and he knows not how. The kingdom of God is like someone who sows a seed. They won't say that if there's not something there, okay? What's happening? And the seed sprouts, it grows, it increases. I'm here to prophesy to you today that the seeds that you have sowed is about to grow. It's about to increase, hey? You're about to reap a harvest. God spoke to me this week. One of those where I don't preach on this. This is not like what I do. You know, I'm all the emotions and sin and faith and but God downloaded this to me and he said, tell my people that they've got to speak to these seeds that they've sowed so that they can grow and sprout so they can reap the harvest. Okay. Say with me, my seeds I have sown is sprouting. It's growing and it's increasing. So number A, have you got that? So what is a seed? A seed can be words. Words spoken by out into the spiritual realm. When you, as a child of God, speak a word, it's creative. You can speak life or you can speak death. Your words carry the seed for life. Are you with me? Is this making sense? It's going to get better. Okay. A seed is also finance. Oh, there she goes. But no, listen, you will see. All right. Let me tell you something. A farmer doesn't just sow seed just because he likes to look at it. He sows seed so he can have produce, so that he can reap a harvest, so he can have finance to feed his family, so he can sow more seeds, and God wants to do something special so he can have an abundance. So don't tell me that seeds is not money. Seeds is words, and seeds is money. All right? You might say to me, well, I didn't have money, but I sowed lots of time, service, gifts, dedication. That's all part of it. It's tangible things. It's you, your time is valuable. Amen? Amen? If you serve your time to serve the kingdom of God, that's of great value. All right? So you sow a seed, listen to this, write this down, into a word, a person, a church, and thus you bring that spiritual truth, okay, to manifest in the physical realm. When you sow a seed into something financially, you bring that which you're sowing into to manifest in the spiritual realm. Let me explain to you quickly what I mean. Last year, some of you know it, 
uh, in January I was in ICU and they said I wasn't going to live. And I, this is before COVID. And God spoke to me because somebody, my, actually my spiritual mom, prayed over me. Many people prayed over me. But something my spiritual mom said activated a, a faith in me that was next level. And that caused me to begin to be able to fight. And God spoke to me. And God said to me, so X amount of money into my spiritual mom. Not to bless her, that too, but into the seed of the word that she prayed into my life. And it was a big sum. I had to go empty my savings. Okay? Great woman of faith that I am. I said, okay, God, I will do it in obedience to you. I'll do it in two months, over two months. And I did it. God was gracious. But I did it in response to what the Holy Spirit said. I am standing here before you, alive and well, not surviving on oxygen because of a seed I sowed at the right time. Okay? What seeds have you sowed? What seeds have you sowed? You sow in a, into a rhema word, a word that's become alive to you. It's not your tithe and offering. This is something supernatural. When God speaks to you, He moves you, and you know God's talking to you to do something above and beyond. Say with me, above and beyond. Okay? So, I want to ask you, what stops your seeds from growing? We see the scripture says that if you sow in a seed, okay, it should sprout and grow and increase. Isn't that so? All right, so what stops your seed from growing? Close your eyes quickly. Picture a field that's been plowed and it's full of seeds, full of seeds, but nothing's growing. God said to me, that's like some of you. You have sown and you have sown and you have sown seeds. And you're not seeing a return on your seed. Now don't get all spiritual on me and tell, oh well, we just sow, you know, it's unto the Lord. Imagine the farmer just sows. Hey? And he doesn't expect anything back. Come on, you'll go tap, 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 tap. What's wrong with you? The kingdom of God is like a farmer who goes to sow a seed. All right? We're talking kingdom stuff here. All right? So you, you, what stops the seed from growing? The number one thing that stops the seed from growing is the Satan uses the fear of a need never being met. I'm not going to have enough. Oh, if I sow this, that's my savings gone. What happens if, and you don't sow, and it cripples your faith? Hey? Am I talking to somebody here? God spoke to me. Amen. When you don't have faith because of fear, you don't reap a harvest. Number two, don't sow mindlessly. 
You sow your seeds with an act of deliberate faith. Okay? In obedience to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Many of you, I'm looking at you. God showed me this church. God showed me the people in this church that have sown seeds. But their seeds are lying dormant. Today it changes. People, again, I'm going to say this, don't get mad at me, who do not understand God's plan will always criticize seed sowing. They lack seeds to sow because they eat their seeds instead of sowing them. Okay. Another thing I'm going to write this down, okay. If you don't have faith in the power of a seed, don't waste your time sowing it. There's a power in your seed. Okay? Another thing I want to make. Your dreams are maybe not being fulfilled because you're not sowing seeds towards the fulfillment of your dreams. Some hectic statements? Okay, it's okay. Bear with me. Please tell somebody next to you just to bear with her. A seed has power to fulfill God's purpose for your life. I promise you guys, I'm living it. This is not something that I just decided to do to try and manipulate you. No. Don't give if you don't want to. Okay? But if God's talking to you, then you're giving obedience to the Holy Spirit. Okay? Another thing I want to say to you. Do you know the name of your seeds that you've planted? And you remember where you planted what seed? Some of you have planted so many seeds over the years. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't worry about the door. Worry about me. Okay. Some of you have planted seeds all over and you don't name it and you've got no idea where you've planted it. You can't remember. What's going to happen to that? God spoke to me this week and he said to me, he rebuked me a little bit. He said to me, Mandy, why don't you make a list of the seeds that you've sown and where you've sown? Oh, Lord, you know, but that looks like I'm being greedy. Then he took me to the Word. What does the Word say? The kingdom of God is like a man who sowed a seed. This is spiritual. Do not speak death over your seed because it might be just about to sprout, not necessarily in this season, but in the next season. And then we speak death. Remember, life and death is in the power of the tongue. A seed has to sprout and grow and increase. 
It's a principle of the kingdom of God. If your seed is not sprouting and growing and increase, then something's amiss. Maybe you're operating with fear, or maybe you're speaking death, or maybe you're allowing Satan to come and steal from you. See, Jesus was the seed for your needs. The kingdom of God is a seed. Jesus was the seed for your needs. Jesus gave his life as the seed for that exchange on the cross to take place. So, if you're not willing to sow, you won't reap a harvest. Things don't just grow out of nothing. Am I making sense? All right. Everything on earth comes into manifestation as a result of someone sowing seeds. The fact that you're sitting here today is a manifestation of someone having sowed seeds financially and words and time to enable you to sit here today. You are a seed. And you bore fruit and you sprouted and you grew. That's why you're here today. Amen. The blessings of God, another statement, write down, can't manifest without a seed being sown. Jesus was the seed that God the Father sowed so that today you can sit here. Okay? D. Write this down. A seed can speak into your future and into the future of your loved ones. Who's got loved ones? Okay. Who wants to see them prosper and receive everything that God's got for them? Who wants to see them encounter Jesus in miraculous ways? I do. Okay. Galatians 3 verse 16, New King James Version. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. To Abraham and his seed were the promises made. Who are the seed? Jesus and then us. Hey, we are the seed. Don't ever underestimate the power in the seeds that you have sown. You are the seed to the world around you. Point to someone and tell them, you are a seed. Abraham saw you as his his seed from the moment God entered into a covenant with him. Listen to this. You can never truly know the power of your seed If you are not walking in a covenant relationship with God, with sowing and reaping. The kingdom of God is like a farmer. He sows, he waters, he watches it grow, and he reaps. It'll be very awful if he doesn't reap what he's sown. Do you agree with me? But we as believers think, oh, 
We don't need to reap what we've sowed. I'm here to tell you today that God says, get ready to reap. Get ready to reap. Get ready to reap. Your ability to sow seeds will attract those whom God has assigned to you to be connected with you in your life to prosper you. Shall I read that again? Because some of you didn't seem to get that. All right? Your ability to sow seeds will attract those whom God has assigned to be connected to you in your life, to your family, to whatever your business, to your next level in God. Sowing seed is like a catalytic uh, 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 thing that takes place. When dad worked for VW, he, he worked in the area of catalytic converters, okay, which removes the bad carbon dioxide and bad gases out of cars to a certain measure, okay? A, a catalyst took place. A change took place. It was a, a catalytic converter changes something what passes through it. Your seed is a catalyst. You've got to do something. You've got to sow. You've got to remember what you sowed. And you've got to speak over what you sowed. Okay? Listen to this one. Write this down. Your ability to discern the power behind every seed will make room for you. What is your discernment of what you've sown. You know, a, father, a, a farmer comes and he sows an apple seed and he discerns this is going to grow into a tree and it's going to produce apples. Wheat will produce wheat. Green beans will produce green beans. Do you understand the power that is in the seeds that you have sown? Your field of seeds is lying dormant. And God is waiting for you to do something that's a catalyst to bring those seeds so they can do what God intended them to do, to grow, to sprout, to grow, so you can reap a harvest. Some of you have sown seeds for your families. God, I'm sowing this seed in faith. For my son or my daughter's salvation or my parents' salvation. Those seeds are about to sprout. I'm telling somebody now, your seeds are about to sprout. Anyone who sows seeds first by looking at others or circumstances before sowing is not acting by faith. What have you done with your seeds? Okay. Let's look at what King Solomon says. He, in Ecclesiastes 11, verse 4 to 6, and again the Amplified, he who observes the winds and waits for all conditions to be favorable will not sow. And he who regards the clouds will not reap. As you, not, as you know not what is the way of the wind or how the spirit comes to the bones in the womb of a pregnant woman, even so you do not know the work of God who does all. In the morning, 
Say it with me. In the morning, sow your seed. Come on. And in the evening, withhold not your hands, for you know not which will prosper, whether this or that, or whether both alike will be good. In other words, never stop sowing seeds. The Bible's actually so logical, don't you agree? We make it so spiritual, but it's pretty straightforward. Okay, now I'm going to say something else. Stop making excuses about sowing. Hey? When the Holy Spirit talks to you. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 6. Remember this. A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. Some of you have planted generous seeds. You've given. It's time to expect your harvest. Why? So that you can abound in greater works, so you can do more for the kingdom of God, so your life can sow more, so more people can come to a knowledge of Jesus Christ, who paid was the perfect seed. Is this making sense? Okay. By continually sowing seeds, you will start speaking into your destiny in God or into the destiny of your loved ones. It will start bringing your prosperity to light. It will start opening doors of opportunities in your life. And it will start speaking into your, into your future. As the scripture says in Proverbs 18 verse 16, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. God will put you in connection with strategic people that will influence your life and your children's lives and your parents' life, your business's life. It's time to speak to the seeds that you've sown. Some of you have sown by giving everything you've got to somebody. It's time to speak to those seeds. Some of you have sown by giving clothes. And now you're in need of clothes. It's time to speak to those clothes. An apple seed produces apple trees. If you sow clothes, what should it do? Produce clothes. If you sow love, what do you receive? Love back. It's simple principles. Amen? Your decision to sow a seed is an act of obedience to God in response to the Holy Spirit. Not in response to me. In response to Holy Spirit. You sow into a word or a situation that is a rhema to you. Like when God spoke to me when I was fighting for my healing for my life. And he spoke a word into my situation. And something clicked. It became alive. I sowed into that word. I sowed into that word. Because I knew in, in response to what Holy Spirit was saying, I had to be obedient. Listen, when you're fighting for your life with an oxygen of less than 60, I had to make a dis decision. All right? Pre-COVID, all right? And God is faithful. He will sustain your seed. Why? He's the one that makes it grow. Amen? Amen. 
Your response to sow when the Holy Spirit talks must be immediate. And I want to say something else. Always have available to sow when the Holy Spirit is talking to you. You can sow upwards into a pastor leader's life so you can receive what flows downwards from them. 2 Corinthians 19, for God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources. Say resources. God's going to provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. God is going to increase your resources so that you can be generous to the kingdom of God. And what happens? People will glorify God. Lesotho missions didn't come out of nothing. People sowed seeds of finance, serving in time, food and clothing, petrol transport to get the team there to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. A seed has great power. What is the seeds that you've sown that have, you've left dormant in the fields? God wants it to be multiplied so you can have a generous amount, that you can be generous for the kingdom of God. And what will happen? The Bible speaks in other scriptures that people will glorify God because of your generosity. It's not going to glorify you because God's the one. You are just simply obedient. That's it. The, the next thing. You have to speak to your seed. Remember in the beginning, I said, what is a seed? A seed is a word and it can be finances. Okay? So you have to speak to your seed. All right? Genesis 1 verse 11 to 12. So God said. Everybody say with me. God said. Genesis 1 verse 11 to 12, the Amplified. So God said, let the earth sprout tender vegetations, plants yielding seed and fruit trees bearing according to and limited to and consistent with their kind, whose seed is in them upon the earth. And it was so. All right? I said to you, the apple seed produces apple trees. All right? That's what God established. Remember, we're talking kingdom principles. I didn't establish that. God establishes. And what is manifest in the natural is also always birthed in the spiritual. All right? Verse 12 of Genesis 1 says, The earth sprouted. And abundantly produce vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their kind, and trees bearing fruit with seed in them according to their kind. Look what God says. And God saw that it was good, and he affirmed it, and he sustained it. Your seeds that you've sown, God sees as good, and he affirms it, and he sustains it. 
You've got to speak to your seed so it can sprout. Your words are creative. I want to tell you, it's your time. It's your time to speak to your seed. Those barren fields that haven't sprouted anything, God is about to make sprout. You've sown and sown and sown and sown. And now it's time to begin to speak and prophesy God's word to your seeds so that you can sow what you have, you can reap what you have sown. You must name it, prophesy over the seeds you have sown over the years. Make your list. Interesting thing, okay? How do you water your seeds so they can sprout? With a word. You water your dormant seeds with the spoken word. John 14 says the word is living water. Go look it up. The word is living water. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the ultimate seed. You speak the word over your seeds. You speak the word over your seeds. No, you're not getting this. You speak the word over your seed. The word is living water. Jesus is living water. If you don't speak the word, how on earth are you going to water your seed? Those seeds are lying dormant. Those seeds that you've sown for your family, for your loved ones, for your businesses, to help others, whatever. They're crying out for living water. Speak the word. Then I want to say, write this down. Don't just water your seeds once yet, church, and not again. We get all full of faith yet, church. Woo! Hallelujah! And we walk out the door. And by tomorrow, our seeds are water, water. Imagine the farmer sows his seed and he waters it once. And then he doesn't bother to water again. What's going to happen? Okay. I'm not very good with making things grow, right? I will water it the first week. Sometimes I'll, I'll overwater it and the thing drowns, all right? But most oftentimes I forget to water. And the thing will sprout. Hallelujah. And three weeks later, it's all dry and crumbly, and I think, oh, what happened? I stopped watering it. Your seed's not growing because you've stopped watering it with the word. You've got to speak the word, irrespective of circumstances. Okay? Isaiah 55, verse 10 to 11 says, the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. Isn't that powerful? It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. It's time. 
It's time you speak the word of God. It's time you speak the word of God over the seeds you have sown in ministry, in time, in sacrifice, in giving, in finances. It's time to speak so that your harvest can sprout forth and grow and increase. It's your time. Say, it's my time. Turn to the person next to you and tell tell them it's my time. So in summary... I'm going to summarize now. I'm coming for a close, okay? Woo! Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Okay? If you want to harvest, you must sow a seed. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 says, Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Oh, but why do some people get more than me? It's not the amount that you give. It's the attitude of the heart and how regularly you sow. But you must also water your seed. And you do that by praying and speaking God's word over it so it can grow. God, I sowed a seed uh, on that day or in that year. And it was this amount. And I sowed for that. I haven't seen that yet come to pass. So now I'm speaking to that seed. And I water. I get a scripture. And I speak that scripture over that seed. I'm watering it, and I water it daily. I promise you, God's word is true. His kingdom principles, say with me, his kingdom principles. No, say it like you mean it. His kingdom principles are true. Amen. Your tongue has the power to bring life or death. Proverbs 18.21 says that. First... Refuse to be a complainer. Don't complain about the economic state of this country. Don't complain about the president. Don't complain about your neighbors. Don't complain about your spouse. Don't complain. Second, get into agreement with God's word. Hey, Romans 4.17 says, God call those things that are not. He calls them into existence. Some of your seeds that you've sown are not sprouting. Start calling them into existence, telling them, commanding them to come through the ground. It's time to reap a harvest. Faith agrees with God's word before the results are evident. Some of you have been waiting and waiting. Start agreeing with God's word. Start agreeing with God's word. Maybe if you've been sowing and not reaping, maybe it's because you've not been agreeing with God's word on a daily basis. You see, we can't live on yesterday's manner. We have to water daily with the word. Today. Begin to water each seed you sow by speaking God's word over it. Believing him for a harvest and a blessing. God spoke to me. And he said to me, tell my people that they're going to reap what they have sown. The season to reap is upon you. Begin to prophesy to your seed. 
Name your seed. Begin to prophesy. God is about to bring the harvest. God is about to bring so that you have an abundance. God is about to bring change. That that which you've sown for your children, you will see. Your seed is your future. You're going to see it happen. Not next year. Now is the season where you stand to your feet. Now. I believe God is about to shift you. I believe that with everything inside of me, because this isn't the normal message that I would preach. God is about to shift you. Who here needs some shifting? Who here needs to see their seeds sprout? Amen. So just about everybody put their hands up. Hallelujah. It's so nice to be part of this group. You're real. I've got my hands up too. Because God has spoken to me this week. Do you want to pray a prayer with me? Okay. Let's be real with this, okay? Won't you just close your eyes? And won't you say with me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your faithfulness to your word. You give seed to the sower. I thank you all the seed I have sown is about to grow. Father, I repent from not walking in faith over my seed. Thank you, God, that you are Lord over the seasons. And I honour you. For you multiply whatever is sown. I declare my seed multiply in Jesus' name. Malachi 3 verse 11 says, say it with me. Malachi 3 verse 11 says, I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. And the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it's ripe, says the Lord Almighty. I come against any devouring spirit that is trying to steal my seed. I rebuke you, Satan. The Word of God is against you. In Jesus' name. Father, give me wisdom to recognize what is seed so I do not consume my seed. I declare my seed grow, prosper, multiply. I declare this is my season to harvest in Jesus' name. I expect my seed to produce after its own kind. According to Genesis 1, 11 to 12, my seed in earth sprout and abundantly sprout. And I thank you, God. You see that it's good. And God, you affirm and you sustain my seed. And now I declare with a loud shout, 
seed produced in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a praise offering. We hope that you enjoyed today's message. Our services are streamed live on our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 9.30. For more information and resources, please go to our website, www.frontlinecitychurch.co.za or look us up on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.